Hello and welcome to the Black Millennial Revolution. My name is Kiana Michelle, also known as Key, and you're tuned in to another episode of the Black Millennial Revolution. What's going on, everyone? Very excited to be back here with you all. I hope everyone has been having a really good start of September. It's crazy that we are in September. I know I am someone that keeps talking about how fast this year has flown by, but it really has flown by so, so, so fast fast. But with that being said, as I stated before, we are in September. This is the month of progress and growth. And, you know, I start this podcast off stating that because I want you all to start thinking about what are ways that you all can grow and progress in this month of September. What are ways that you all can grow and progress in these last few months of 2019. And I'm not saying that to apply this unnecessary pressure onto you all. I'm sure you all are already pushing yourselves to do the best that you all can as well, right? But I state that just you all can kind of think about, you know, have I accomplished certain goals that I want to accomplish this year? Am I on track? And so you all can start to just hold yourselves accountable. You know, I think it's so important for not only people, but for black people to understand that life is about personal growth. It's about who we are and who we are becoming. And, you know, I think the biggest form of liberation, not only self-liberation, but black liberation is not only personal growth, but self-love. But in order to achieve that self-love, you need to grow and want to grow as a person. So I start this episode off just by asking you all that and for you all to take some time to reflect and think about, you know, your 2019. How has it been? Are you on track? Are you accomplishing those goals? And what can you do in this month of September to push forward and to keep yourself right on track? So I hope that was helpful. I don't mean, you know what I mean, like I stated before, to be um, someone that's on your back and making you feel anxious. Because I know sometimes when, you know, I talk to some people that I know just personally and I start, you know, asking them about their goals and stuff, it can make them a little anxious. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there that I'm not stating this to make anyone feel anxious, to make anyone feel like, you know, less than like, dang, I ain't doing enough. I'm just saying this for you to think about your 2019, for you to think about your September, and for you to hold yourself accountable and think about ways that you can get better as a person. So on today's episode, I'm going to engage in storytelling. I'm going to tell you all the story when I um, found out that I was an African. And I know that's very interesting, right, that I started this off by stating that, but we're in Virgo season and I wanted to, you know, tell you all a story about one of my favorite Virgos, Uncle Nolan, um, who was someone that you all will definitely learn more about throughout this podcast. Um, and I must admit that he is definitely one of my biggest influences when it comes to my revolutionary ways. Um, my Uncle Nolan is just a proud black man. Um, 
so proud that he literally one time was walking down the street with his head straight up and he walked past my aunt like didn't even see her it was just walking so proud and mighty that my aunt's like nolan are you serious like are you gonna really walk by me and he's like oh i didn't even see you because his head is straight up he's like my head was straight and my mother told me when i'm walking down the road to keep your back straight your head held high and to walk with might and that is my uncle nolan he is the man that put me in dance school at the age of two he's a man that i told when i was in kindergarten that i had my little kindergarten crush he has just been a strong influence in my life and why i say that he was the first person to ever tell me that i was an african is because when i was a kid you know i was just someone that I loved being Trini and Haitian, and I used to just shout it to the mountaintops, like, I'm Trini and Haitian. I'm Trini and Haitian. I had absolutely loved telling everybody that I was Trini and Haitian. You know, um, I just loved it. And But what I also realized is that, you know, growing up in Boston, being um, just black, it was almost like you were an alien um, in this melting pot of different black ethnicities. So what I mean by that is, say, for example, someone came up to you and asked, hey, you know, Trisha, where's your family from? And you say, oh, I'm just black. People looking at you, Trisha, like you just black. <laughs> you just black as almost as if you're an alien. You know what I'm saying? And I used to look at that like, hmm, like, dang, like, you know, people kind of react differently when you say you're just black versus you saying you're Jamaican or you're Beijing or something like that. Mind you, what's interesting is that when my mother first came to this country and first came to Boston, she was harassed and told and bullied and told to go back on her banana boat was made fun of for her accent. It's just so interesting how the times change, right? So here I am now growing up and to be just black is looked as less than. So here I am, this is like a family event. I don't exactly remember if it was Christmas or Thanksgiving, but it was a family event. And here I am once again ranting and raving. I am Trini and Haitian. I'm Trini and Haitian, you know, um, and my uncle Nolan all of a sudden goes, yeah, you might be a Trini and you might be a Haitian, but you as an African, that is where your roots lie. And I am looking at this man like an African, <laughs> an African, an African. I have no idea what an African is, but I knew it was something that I needed to remember. And it stuck with me that that whole encounter stuck with me. Um, and it wasn't until I would say two years ago when I turned, I wouldn't say even two years ago. It was actually last year when I was 26. Um, I started really, really thinking about that moment even more. It's crazy as you get in your 20s and even when you just get older in life, you really start thinking a lot about moments and things that have happened in your childhood. That huge developmental period of our lives, right? And so I started thinking back and started just reflecting back to that moment. And as I was reflecting back to that moment, I just started thinking about other things in my life. And I said to myself, you know what? That moment of me, you know, ranting and raving about me being Trinidadian Haitian, that was me subconsciously um, straying away from my blackness. 
And yeah, I didn't realize that as a kid because that's not something I would have been able to realize, right? But as an adult, I realized what it was because as I stated before, I saw how people reacted to people that stated they were just black. I saw the looks that people got. I saw the reactions that people would receive, right? And I feel like that also subconsciously made me want to start saying even more that I was Trini and Haitian because it wasn't like I was, you know, an obnoxious person with it, but I was prideful about it, right? And I was proud to say that I was Trini and Haitian. But what made it even more of a a big thing for me to state it was because I knew that it made me back then, you know, a little better, quote unquote, because I wasn't saying that I was just black. And, you know, as I thought back to that moment, I said, wow, it's it's crazy how mental slavery starts even as a kid you know what i'm saying and if my uncle nolan never said that and never stated that is where your roots lie you are an african that is where your roots lie i probably would not you know well i mean there's so many other experiences i've had in my life so i can't really say i probably wouldn't be this person i am today but I don't know. I think I probably wouldn't have that base to know where my roots really lie is what I'm trying to say to y'all, because I always grew up subconsciously knowing that I was an African, especially after hearing that, you know, I always knew that is where my roots lie. But it wasn't until last year that I really started thinking back to that moment, like, dang, like I was trying to stray away from my roots subconsciously. And, you know, there's a lot of us that do that in different ways, whether it's the way we present ourselves with our hair not wanting to wear our natural hair at all. There's some of us, men and women, you know what I'm saying, that probably don't want to wear our natural hair at all. There's a lot of ways that we stray away, you know what I'm saying, from our blackness as black people. And I'm not saying all of us have done this, but I'm sure many of us have experienced these type of things at one point in our lives. And, you know, I'm not faulting anyone at all. You know what I'm saying? Mental slavery is real and it and it has affected and impacted all of us at some point of our lives. Right. Um, but I share this story with you all just so y'all can understand that it's so important for us to know where our roots lie. You know what I'm saying? A tree can't grow without its roots. Right. And it's so important for us to all know where our roots lie, you know, and, and for I started this you know podcast talking about personal growth and, you know, us being able to grow as people because, you know, it's, it will be hard for you to want to grow as a person or for you to grow as a person if you do not know where your roots lie. So, you know, I thank my uncle Nolan for, for saying that to me. And he said it so harshly. I wouldn't, I will never forget the way he said it. Like it was like, yeah, <laughs> you might be a trainee, you might be Asian, but you was an African, even the way he looked at me, like, are you kidding? I will never forget it. It was it was this power that he had with it. Like, are you are you serious right now? Um, and and I thank him for that. I commend him for that. You know what I'm saying? Because that has stuck with me ever since. And here I am sharing that story with you all. And I'm I'm so grateful for this moment because I know it's gonna help somebody. You know what I'm saying? And that's all that this podcast is about. It's just about positively awakening the consciousness of black people. It's about uniting us. It's about bringing us together. It's about empowering us. And it's about sharing our stories.
This is what this platform is about. And I mean it. And I'm so excited to be doing this. You guys have no idea. This is something I have been wanting to do for some time now. And I thank you all not only for listening, but just being able to just, you know, want to be here. You know, like like you all don't have to want to be here and want to listen to this, but you all are taking the time out of your day um, to get this information for yourselves. You know what I'm saying? So I can't thank you all enough. And once again, thank you so much for listening to the Black Millennial Revolution. And I will be back with you all for another episode. Bye now.